around, friends, new and old, and welcome to the Pow Wow Podcast. We are your hosts, Philip and David. It's been another week, and where I'm at, I I feel like I'm living in the Netherlands. It's been haboob season and monsoon season where I'm at, and it's just been nonstop raining. Dude, it got... It got ridiculous this past week. I I I had friends who woke up from thunder. I had uh, myself had trouble sleeping because of the the inclement weather. It's been crazy over here, David. How's life been over in the in the Netherlands? Well, we had like half a week of summer, and now the rain is back. Today was actually like nice rain. It was like stormy rain, so that was okay. But yeah, this summer has been ridiculously meh, which is really disappointing. But I am fully vaccinated as of today. So in two weeks time, my body will be ready for whatever. And um, (laughs) yep. Diabetes, uh, COVID, uh, hepatitis, no matter what it is, every hepatitis, everything. It'll be ready because it's all in the uh, Pfizer vaccine. (laughs) Oh, I'm joking. Uh, I'm joking. I'm joking. Uh, What else? Oh, yeah. I had a thought uh, today, actually. I finally figured out why I didn't love Nomadland as much as I could have. I did think it was amazing, but I finally figured it out. I'm taking you guys back several months now. It felt like watching a documentary. And I love documentaries, but don't sell me a movie and then give me what's almost a documentary. It had that sort of indie documentary vibe where it's sort of following a person through what they, you know, how they live. That's why I think I didn't fall in love with it in the same way that I fell in love with Sound of Metal or or The Father. So I had that thought earlier today. And uh, yeah, I'm glad to share that with you guys today as much as you may not give a to hear it. Yeah, you. Wow, that is a blast from the past. And it really has sunk home for you that it should not have been Best Picture winner. Mm. You know what? Ironically, uh, what I think now it's like a week or two old, but I did watch my octopus teacher, uh, which you told me to uh, th- that you recommended rather highly. You said it, yeah. uh, you said it was a, a, a phenomenal film, and I I must say I agree. I watched yeah. it. It was uh, it was moving, man. It was yeah. moving, and just like the the imagery, the the cinematography, and the just the oh, just gorgeous, breathtaking. And that's yeah. uh, that's something that all the other documentaries lacked. So I was glad that it won. Yes, absolutely. And speaking of winners, let us win along as we merrily move. This week we're talking about collections, collectible items, all things that people like to collect. And we have we have a nice little. Um, a little plant. How would you outline? Uh, no. What's the word outline, I'm looking for? Yeah. We have a, a nice little schedule, points. not schedule, a program for you guys. We're going to talk a little bit about the things that we collect. A lot of the things that we might want to collect if that was uh, if that was potentially possible in the future, in this wonderful future that we envision where we are uh, rich and successful, maybe. Um, oh, that's such a beautiful visage. And then we're going to talk mm. a little bit about uh, some things that other people collect, including some of our listeners, which we uh, we were very lucky to get some uh, some feedback yes. through through Instagram. Now, the way that we have it, I'm I'm hoping that we don't offend listeners uh, with the current way we have it. But let's let's get started and see where we end up. All right, first thing, things that we collect. David, what is something that you collect? You collected. 
you are currently just starting to pick up to collect. What what are things that you uh, collect? When I was living in uh, just outside of London, I would take the train in and out of London all the time or to other places, but almost almost exclusively from Guildford to London when I was at university in Guildford and my my ex-girlfriend was living in London. So I would go up very frequently and every time I'd get a little train ticket because there was no, um, you know, in some countries, including the Netherlands, you have like a tap card that works for all public transport around the entire country. In the UK, that's only that only applies to London. So if you're outside of London, you actually have to buy a ticket or have a yeah. Anyway, so I uh, yeah, I would get a little orange and yellowy looking train ticket every time, and I would I would keep them all, and I have them stat in us like a big chunky stack in a rubber band somewhere in uh-huh. like a box um, in my in my bedroom at my parents' house. But that's that's not so interesting. I keep all of my tickets for events, whether it be concerts or theater shows or sports matches. I, I like to keep the tickets. I, I, I like to, you know, when I look back at it and I go, oh, that's cool. I remember that date. And then I, actually when I went to the when I, the Rugby World Cup was in the UK while I was living there and I went to several matches. And when you when you went to uh, Twickenham, you would get these like reusable plastic cups. And you'd pay a deposit and then when you return them, you get your your deposit back. And a lot of people would collect like because people would just leave them like would throw them on the ground. So pe- there are people who would stay at the stadium afterwards and collect like 20 and they would just make their money back on all the beers that they had. So I actually ke- kept all of mine from <laughs> from the Rugby World Cup. And I actually like scratched into the bottom of each one which game I got it from. So I have all of those. Um, wow. That's that's not it yet. I've got a couple more things that I like to collect, but I'm, I'm going to hand it off just to, so it's not just me talking here. Just to mix it up. Yeah, uh, I've got uh, when I was younger. I used to have a hat collection, which uh, wasn't like actual valuable hats. It was just different and unique hats. So whenever I went to, uh, I don't even know, Disneyland, I think, I got both a Daffy Duck hat, which is the usual sailor, navy hat, whatever that may be. And then I got a coonskin hat from Davy Crockett Land or whatever the hell that was. So I had those, um, you know, sombreros. I had a couple of those. And, uh, and of course, normal hats, maybe, uh, maybe uh, I don't even know, like a beanie from here or, or a straw hat from there. Whatever it would be, it was always hats. I kind of grew out of that. I, I actually now collect hats. Ironically, if you watch the video, I always have the same hat, but that's more so a function of me moving around currently in my life than me actually utilizing a bunch of hats. Because I think, David, back when we lived in L.A., you saw me utilize a bunch of hats whenever yeah. the occasion called for it. And so, I'm so sure I, I ditto, I ditto for me as well. Like I collect, I collect yeah. caps. Like, well, I, I wouldn't say I collect them, but I ha- like I like to have a set of them. You know, I have one for every right. major sports team that I consider myself a fan of. I actually have one for for every sporting team that I support, uh, whether it be my club rugby team, my national rugby team, the L.A. Rams for when I, when I moved to L.A. And then every city that I'm connected to or country, like I have one that says Zambia. I have one for L.A. I have one for San Diego, two of my favorite cities. And yeah, something else I, I like to collect is lighters, even though I don't really smoke. I don't smoke at all, really. The weed on, on the but do off you, occasion. But do you candle? 
<laughs> I do sometimes candle maybe. I also yeah. I love being the guy like I have one usually in my if it's if it's winter and it's I have my jacket on me. I usually have one on the inside on the inside pocket of my jacket because I like being the guy who has Wait, you have a, lighter. a lighter. Yeah, you have a lighter inside of your jacket, but we're on not the talking inside like pocket. Um, but we're not talking like a Bix lighter. We're talking like a cigarette lighter. Yeah, like, like a just a lighter. Okay. Not like one of no, those I'm long making, ones that you used to light yes, the that's, barbecue. That, no. That's that's what I imagine <laughs> no. in my mind. I'm like, wow, that is that is next level to just be that, the I've always wanted to be the guy with the lighter. <laughs> no, no, I'm yeah, but I mean like if someone comes as much as I I do detest tobacco, if someone comes up to me and says, Hey man, do you have a light? I like being the guy who says, Yeah, I've got one and I like I can light whatever they happen to be smoking. <laughs> anyway that's that's hilarious i go on i my my other thing that i collect and i i tell me if this is a cop-out because i actually do think it it's it's somewhat obsessive so i think it is a thing i collect i collect backups you again this is probably something you've noticed of me or you know of me if uh if you have come into personal contact with me is that i pretty much carry a backpack around all everywhere because i don't like to be be caught unprepared or unaware of a situation that I don't want. So like if I were to look at my backpack right now, I have a backup battery, both for my iPhone and for my laptop, like a portable one, which is, uh, I've heard crazy. I have a backup recording cord for everything, for all of my headphones and technological stuff. I have backups for like medicine. I have backups for, right now I have like an entire array of, of soaps and shampoos. Like I'm a person that I don't like to have a lot of stuff, but if it's the stuff that I will use and I will eventually go through, I, I need to have for my own sanity of mind, I need to have a backup of it just because I, I need to. So I, it's a collection of backups, a constant backup. Assure me I'm not crazy. Do that for me. You might be a little crazy. I'm going to be uh, going to be <laughs> completely honest with you. Uh, yeah, that is a little obsessive, maybe a little a little paranoid. I don't know if it's crazy. It's it's just a little a little paranoid, maybe a little bit, maybe a little. And you know what's crazy? I'm I'm not even in the military. I know people who uh, who come from the military, and everybody gets preached. If you only have one, you have none. I I love that message. Although I don't know anybody in the military. Like I I know one person from the military, but I I don't have like an upbringing of this. Like my parents aren't like this. I'm just I'm the kid who went to school with a suitcase because I needed backups for everything. I even have my own box of tissues, man. Like not, not okay. a regular little portable one, my own box of tissues. Cause I just, I just needed a backup right. just in case the teacher didn't have any. Oh, wow. So that's yeah. my collection. I have a collection of backups. Okay. Okay. I, I, this is something I actually really do like to collect when I go places is shot glasses. I believe that a set of shot glasses should oh, either I remember this. Yes. Either be all the same or all different. You can't have like five of us of like the same type of shot glass and then have like one from like one that's totally different and then another one that's totally different and those are your seven shot glasses. You either got to have a set that's like the same or even better, a million times better, just a collection of widely different various shot glasses. I have one that has the uh, South African rugby logo on it. I have one from a castle in Scotland. I have a a Jack Daniels shot glass that which is metal and it's shaped like a barrel that I got the first time I went to LA. I got like some Game of Thrones 
shot glasses with the emblems from all like the houses of Game of Thrones in it. Ooh. Yeah, I've got I've got a lot of shot glasses. Okay, so even within there, you're saying that you can have themed as long as it's all the same theme, but it's different because obviously the ones with the different houses. Yeah, those are all the those. There are four of them, and they're all kind of the same. They're part of a set, but but in sure. amongst like a dozen other shot glasses, which are all different, it's not so bad, you know. But this is for a person. So if if you go to somebody's house and they're like, "Hey, let's do some shots," everybody's gonna get a different shot glass it's going to be just like some of them are smaller than the others but like it it's just i like it i like having this like ridiculous collection of shot glasses fair enough fair enough is that is that all you've got i got a one weird one have you got one anymore i'm all out all right this wasn't really a collection per se but on the family farm in zambia we were out in the game farm and we had heard about this python and Wait, the what kind of farm? I'm sorry. Game farm, like game. Have you ever heard of game meat? Oh, you know what game is. Okay. Yeah. 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 Like yeah. we're all wild ant. It's like literally, there's no. There, you're not growing anything. It's just for for a wild ant. It's like a reserve. We sure. heard there was. We went to go see this python that had been found. The big big python. Anyway, it was a li- living python. It had just eaten. It was like giant fat in the middle because it had eaten something. And we just looked at it from afar, enjoyed, and then then we heard about this other dead python that uh, that was sort of like literally just like a line of bones on the ground. And we went to go see that as well. And they were it was like just like it had been there a long, long time. And we I took four of the vertebra from this python with the idea that not I would I would take one of them maybe and like put it as a necklace like like you might wear a shark's tooth i wanted to wear i was like 10 years old i wanted to wear a python vertebra around my neck i thought that was really cool i would be like crocodile dundee right but uh (laughs) but so i i we took them home and only once they had been inside for a while like i think being out in the sun and dry made them not smell but like when they were in the house and I like had put them in this jar. Oh, my God. They stank like you would not. But like like rotting <laughs> snake. And my mom would not let me. There were there are ways, I think, to like kill the smell of rotting, whatever. But my I, mom, I'm my sure. mom would not let me. She would just waited for me to be at school one day and she took them and just threw them out. Uh, <laughs> so I never got my python vertebra necklace. Um, yeah, sad day, but I had a collection of four vertebrae from a, from a python. I don't, uh, collect bones. I don't even think I ever had like a shark tooth. I had one, like I went down to Mexico once that did the normal touristy stuff and I got like a shark tooth necklace, but I, I couldn't even, it, it's gone. It's long. I've had long, several long shark teeth necklace and the coolest ones are actually, uh, from ragged tooth sharks. I, I don't think many people actually know of ragged tooth sharks. I don't know. Maybe they do. Um, but yeah, I've had a few. Those are the cool. They're, they're like sort of skinny and pointy. So those are cool. Things we would collect if we had more money and a place to store them. David, why don't you start us off with this? I mean, I, I've always loved cars. So I would love to have like not a not an oh. e- extensive collection, but just like a few really nice cars. Like old cars, though. Like just beautiful. Like a Jaguar. Ja- listen to me. Jaguar. Uh, Jaguar E-Type, Jaguar. an E-Type Jag, a convertible one, ideally. Yeah, 
I would love to have that like refurbished maybe. You know what I would I, I it doesn't even have to be an original if it was like specially made with like an electric motor then it would be like uh environmentally friendly and it would still look like an E-type Jag. That would be the dream. Oh, look you it know, up if you guys my... if you don't know the car I'm talking about, look it up. It's just gorgeous. That was my first thought. In my mind I'm like cars. Wow. So we're throwing the environment completely out the window. But if you're trying to yeah i mean like these 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 cars are like i mean at the end of the day i would love to have these cars and drive them on occasion but there wouldn't be a it wouldn't be something i would like i would i'm big on the environment so i would i would have a day car you know it would be something something economical like a, a vw an electric vw or something you know what i would i would collect i would collect championship rings right now i have a couple of what are those not 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 they're fake ones. They're uh, they're right. they're not real. They're replicas. Thank you. So I thought you only I, got those if you are part of the team. Uh, well, they're replicas. Oh, but but like you so, want to collect real ones? I would like to collect real ones. I'd I'd like even if they're just like the announcer's Super Bowl ring. I would like to collect that. I always found it interesting to maybe have like you know if if what if I watched it what if I really enjoyed a team and I watch it from start to end or like historical teams and then they have really cool Super Bowls like did you see the most recent Super Bowl rings that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers unveiled have you seen this no it's ridiculous David it, it literally it takes up like two fingers sizes it's huge it's huge and it detaches it's a ring it detaches and gives you a, like a diagram of the of the stadium with which they played in You're because they won half won flipping home. me off right now half though <laughs> so it's it's only the good part it's the it's the first part but it's it's a That's fantastic what she said I, uh well the first half yes but it's I, uh. I've always found that to be cool. I mean, I think that's a big reason why people are half enamored with uh, the WWE UFC because the belts are so freaking cool, man. And whenever like it's not like a trophy, just like what, like a Tour de France, like nobody, nobody goes out thinking, man, you know what I really want to collect is an Olympic gold medal. Like you want to win one. Sure. You want to win one. And if you're Michael Phelps, you want to collect them like that. But otherwise, nobody wants a like a replica of one. I think. No, I, I, yeah, that's like a, true. That's true. That's true. A, yeah, Super Bowl ring, NBA uh, NBA championship ring. Uh, we're looking at uh, like a WWE belt, a UFC belt, yada yada yada. Those are freaking cool, man. I would collect those if if I could. Like, I have a maybe um, not. I have a tiny replica. Maybe even a mustard belt. Ooh. I have a tiny replica of the uh, of the FIFA World Cup. You know the one I'm talking about, mm. the the gold, yeah, like dildo looking thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. looks like yeah. Jeff Bezos is a rocket. <laughs> it oh. Yes, it does. <laughs> uh, it actually does. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> What's the next section, Phil? You gotta you gotta lead us into this. I found a list of some of the stupidest things people collect. I found this online, and I just want us to both go and give our opinions on it. Not too many of them. They can be quick thoughts. They can be long thoughts. If you happen to think that this is stupid okay. or not, we will be the, the final judges on this. Let us begin on something easy. Uh, beer mugs. Beer mugs. Do we think beer mugs is something stupid, smart, or eh, to collect? If you have the cupboard space to store several beer mugs, 
go for it, man. I, I have I have several. Oh, I had several. I'm pretty sure I've I've had to give them away in the in the many moves that I've made in my life. Yes, uh, yes. since I since I turned 18 and started collecting beer mugs. But yeah, I've had several and I've had to just give them away, which is really unfortunate. Yeah, it feels like this would fall under the shot glass thing for you, where yeah, as the long shot as there's glasses unique are, and, and a story to it. Right, yeah, but the shot glasses are a little easier to transport. Sure, absolutely. For me, uh, as somebody who doesn't drink, I would think of it as dumb, but, uh, you know, to each their own. But you can and put also, anything actually, in there. Yeah, you can, but I feel ridiculous. Well, okay, sometimes I feel pretty cool just pouring a nice Arizona iced tea inside of a beer mug and just drinking from it. Yeah. I can get that. I can and get they the have, appeal. like, a handle, so, yeah, I like that, man. I, I Beer mugs, You give. I get the so thumbs up for that. So you say, yay, I'll say meh. I'll say meh at best. You, you convinced okay. me to a meh. I was going to say no. Do not disturb signs from hotels. People apparently go and instead of getting a receipt or something to just commemorate the hotel that they went to, they just take the do not disturb sign. Do we think yay, nay, or meh? I guess meh. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't really see why, but I, I guess, like, for some people it might be kind of fun. I don't know. Nah, meh. I'm going to go nay, and here's why. I think if you're actively going out, you probably have a reward system, meaning that you go to, oh, I don't know, every best Western out there that you can find, or if you're going international, maybe like a Marriott everywhere. I don't know, where the Five Seasons, whatever you know what? it may be. I agree. Like, I think it's dumb, actually. Like, what are you going to do with those? Yeah. What are you actually yeah. going to do with those? They're just going to sit somewhere collecting dust, so nah. At, be at best, you're going to laminate them, and I still feel it's stupid. So nope, we're going to go, I'm go we're collectively going nay. Yeah. Let's go to the next one. Rubber duckies. Apparently people collect rubber duckies and maybe they're inspired by Sesame Street. I don't know. Do we think yay, nay, or meh? Nay. Nay. <laughs> You're at a nay. I'm actually, you know what? I'm at a yay. And here's why. Because some of these rubber duckies, they got personality. And if oh, I yeah? can't dig on... Oh, yeah. There's like fire firehouse duck. There's um, <laughs> there's Big Bird Duck, there's Cookie Monster Duck, there's Baker Duck, there's, uh, you know, some of them, they and they all float. And, and, that's something that you could actively pass along to your children, at least when they're younger. You could just be like, here, here, play with the first rubber ducky that I ever collected. It, it okay. can be sweet. You know what, you can't do that with lawn gnomes, David. All right, moving on. So we got a yay from me, a nay from you. Yeah. All right, second to last one here. And this is a weird one. I had to figure out what they meant by this. But a list of the stupidest things people collect, Santa Claus. So it's from Santa Claus wind-up toys, excuse me, and Christmas tree ornaments to Santa Claus coffee mugs, pillows, candles, blankets, sweaters, lawn ornaments, wine glasses, light fixtures, the list goes on to infinity. Do we think people collecting Santa Claus paraphernalia, is it stupid? Is it yay? Is it meh? I think it's, I think it's, uh, I'm not going to say yay. I'm going to say sure. As long as the stuff gets stored and then it comes out in like at the earliest, if you're American after Thanksgiving, if you're not American, then like beginning of December and then goes away by, by the 5th of January. Because otherwise, then it's oh, weird. Oh, the 5th of January. That's very generous of you. 5th of January. That's I think, like what is five it, like 5th or 6th of January, it, traditionally speaking, is the Three Kings, if you celebrate oh. that. Some some European countries celebrate that even more than Christmas. 
I think in Spain that's big, and yeah, and in Germany. So lots of countries celebrate the Three Kings, and that's traditionally the last day of Christmas. So it's like 12 days after Christmas. So I think it's like the 6th of January. I don't know. I could do the math right now, but you if you know, you know. <laughs> but that's tr- traditionally when you're supposed to take it down your decorations because that's the end of Christmas. Okay. Yeah, I think I will go meh. I love Christmas. I don't actually collect a lot of Christmas ornaments. I like to keep the the spirit inside of me, mostly because I'm a lazy son of a bitch. So mm. I don't really decorate. It doesn't really fill me for, or fulfill me uh, with joy. Yeah, thank you. Um, but Santa Claus, Santa Claus specifically doesn't doesn't fill doesn't you. Resonate. Santa Claus doesn't fill you up. No, no, I can't say the jolly jolly red giant doesn't fill me up. No, but I I think of Christmas more as a feeling than I do associated with Santa Claus. Whenever I think of Santa Claus, I just think of Coca Cola. Okay. I'm gonna go with. I'm going to go with nay, just because it's kind of weird that you're, sure, quote unquote, idolizing a a big fat dude. Um, And then our last one here, and uh, and I I, I just, I I would be surprised if you had any answer other than what I think it's going to be. Nazi memorabilia. Oh. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, people... People collect uh, war-worn things, of course. Look, I I think uh, that there's something to be said for putting that stuff in a museum, like as like as as just a tokens yeah. of history. Um, you ever see Rat Race? But if you the movie Rat Race, um, yeah, a long time ago. If you remember, there is a Nazi museum, and it is one of the funniest pieces of comedy. I need I to remember. rewatch that movie. I think, but it, but have yeah. you seen? Um, Anyways, I sorry. have you seen the Netflix? Isn't it? Well, I, I don't know. It's an, on Netflix here, but it's the People versus O.J. Simpson with with David Schwimmer starring as uh, Rob yeah. Kardashian. Yeah, there's that guy, that police officer who's like got like a whole yeah Nazi thing Nazi in his house. Collection. Yeah, yes. yeah. So that is. I mean, of course, nay. But in a museum, yeah, like I think it, it that that kind of stuff needs to be preserved just as a just as a as a reminder, you know. But yeah, yeah as a personal collection, a, it's it's weird. Yeah. Like I do, I do think that um, there's something to be said for keeping an old uh, German officer's uniform uh, from World War II if it was like maybe your your great grandfather's. Like I don't think there's anything wrong with keeping that, but if you're actively seeking to collect these things that maybe that's not okay in my books but yeah yeah same if you are doing it for what it stands for rather than rather than perhaps some historical context that goes beyond you know great grandpa wore this and he died in this and that's like that's it that's the only reason why i but beyond that no nazis no nazis all right go ahead things that listeners have said that they collected uh, what what are uh, some of the people that uh, what have what have we got? All right, so we had a few responses. <laughs> um, this one comes at you guys from Coral. We have talked about Coral a lot on this podcast. She's a she's a favorite of ours. Hey, Coral. Uh, one time, one time, my mom gave me a box from my dead Gigi, and it had her teeth collection in it. They were almost all adult molars mixed in with old coins and thimbles. And if you saw the story that I posted, it was it was a joke about, you know, I said, uh, what kind of things do you guys collect? Is it like some what, what did I say? I can't even remember now. Something like simple, like uh, 
stamps something or human teeth that was a joke but apparently uh coral you've got a collection of of human teeth oh, if you still have it i don't know but what very interesting I, I wonder though i wonder though is it Gigi's teeth specifically or is it i don't know uh, I don't the know. The victims upon... Was she a dentist? I'm hoping she was a dentist yeah. if it's not her personal Coral, teeth. Coral, let us know. We're curious about that. We got a lot of weird oh. responses to this. Chrissy, this one came from Chrissy. I have a giant collection of creepy China dolls from when I was a kid. My mom used to collect little blue bottles and tell us they had evil spirits in them so we wouldn't <laughs> touch them. I mean, smart thinking, mom, but yeah, the... Creepy China dolls. That's yeah. These are all straight out of horror movies, man. Yeah, my my grandma and my mom, they have this like small, it's a smaller collection, but they have a collection of these dolls that are just nightmarish. Absolutely nightmarish. They will they will they will seep into your mind into the dark recesses and scare the living daylights out of you. Yeah. This one comes from Beth. Hi Beth. Uh-huh. Hey Beth. License plates. I sincerely hope, Beth, that these yes. these license plates weren't attached to currently registered vehicles. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, um that's a cool one. I think license plates is a really cool one. That one's not so not so creepy. Um Yes. <laughs> yeah, and this uh this next one comes from B. Someone you know, Phil, I'm guessing. Yes, yes. Uh handbags, crystals. And a list of those who've wronged me. There's an, a ni- <laughs> knife emojis and hand knit dolls. <laughs> and hand knit dolls. Yes, I wonder if that has anything to do with it. The bags, though, I can attest, very expensive tastes. Very oh. expensive tastes. Yes, we're, we're talking. Yeah, we're not talking Gucci. We're talking Louis. Good for you. Good for you, B. Um. This one comes from uh, Steph. <laughs> she just said, F- yeah, human teeth got a full set so far. So, so far, maybe you have two by the time yeah. uh, you get caught. Right. Uh, I, I, I'm guessing that was a little play on the fact that obviously she has a full set uh, of her own teeth, you know. Okay. Um, too. Scotty, Scotty H., uh, hope you're listening. Uh, U.S. coins. That's cool, actually. I, I For a time, I had like a huge collection of quarters. I wanted one from every year, and then eventually I gave up. So I'm actually curious. I wish you'd, uh, I wish Scott, Scott, I wish you'd uh, let us know a little bit more about that. I'd be curious to know what kind of uh, stuff. I actually used to work for a coin collector. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I used to ship in and out coin inventories and and uh, I could tell you the difference between a D and a and a and a P and uh, an unmarked coin minted for at least US and then of course we did have a foreign section but there was not a big market in the United States for it but yeah hmm. well uh Scott if you happen to be listening then uh, DM us to let us know a little bit more about your coin collection I'm curious absolutely and this one this last one comes from Rosa hi Rosa she says she collects magnets. I have too many pictures magnets. and stuff I want to hang on to my fridge. So she always collects souvenir magnets. Uh, that was you know one. What? That was one that I that I expected to get. That's a that's a good one. I think that is. A, I was going to say that's out of all of them. They, they all have their merits. I like them all. But um, like the, if I had to rank number one that I like that I would potentially do magnets. Actually, I think that's really cool because that that goes along with my mind of functionality meets collectability because I too I love functionality and I love magnets like I have those um 
those clip tie ones that you can put on like the end of potato chips if you if you haven't finished them and then they also serve the purpose of being a magnet so i love functionality and i think it's really cool that you could go around and get magnets that really mean something to you that mm -hmm. also decorates your fridge the only thing i'd worry about is that it can become tacky it can become uh, grandma who maybe. wears plastic on her couch but I, I like a at, fridge at a certain point i like a fridge full of things like i think fridges should should like have a, things on them you like a, a characteristic, uh, yeah. a fridge full of character? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So good for you, Rosa. And uh, yeah, happy, happy magnets for, for you. <laughs> happy magnets. Hope, it's, hope your uh, collection sticks. All right, we move forward to our mini seg of the week. For our mini segment of the week, this week we are back around to Would You. This is a fun one where... It can be anything, any sort of would you question, could be a would you rather, or just a would you. Uh, Phil, would you like to start? I would love to start. David, if you could be guaranteed no pain and no issue with the transformation as well as no recovery time, would you biologically change your body to be a female for a year? And I can return back to yes. how I am at... Yeah. Exactly yeah. the way. I think I would. I think that would be the ultimate just test of like just the ultimate experiment of what what it's what the differences are like biologically, um, because as you know, I think that there's no medical operation that could could can actually perfectly mimic that. So. So, yeah, I think right. that would be very interesting. I think that would be. Uh, and then, you know, after a year, I can go back to being who I am. So, right. yes, absolutely. Yeah. Fantastic. Your turn. All right, Phil, would you fake your own death for a year? Again, for a year. How funny is that? Just to escape yeah. from society for a while and like disconnect and not have to worry about being on the grid. There's no consequences when you come back. You just get to you just get to to like just run away from responsibility. You still have to like feed yourself obviously, but sure. you get to you get to be legally dead for a year. I don't think I could do that. Um, the the ability that, uh, in order to do that, I think I'd lose a lot of trust with a couple people. People that I, I uh, that I just, I mean, you'd have to have a really good reason to fake your death. Like if you're trying to escape the law or something, okay. If you're trying to, like at least I get it, whether or not you told me, uh, and then that's another issue. But if I'm thinking along the lines of like, just for the pure speculation to just get off the grid and to, to relax, I guess, myself... One, I don't know how I would get an income to survive anyways. But two, I would you miss a lot of my... lumberjack in like Montana or something like that. Yeah, no, because I mean, I'm, I'm, even if I were to just think of you, Hoffman, you, you're telling me you would not be pissed that we put powwow on hold for an entire year just because <laughs> I wanted to be a lumberjack in Minnesota. That would look okay. What if what if you can like what if you can like leave a note for your loved ones saying like I'm still alive. Don't worry, I'll be back in a year. <laughs> doesn't that somewhat defeat the purpose? <laughs> no, no, because society doesn't know you're alive. Okay, all right. Um, wouldn't you want to go to your own premise? funeral? <laughs> like like uh, uh, like Huckleberry Finn. No, I I get I get the, I get the reference. Which one? I still. Is it Tom no, yeah, Sawyer no, or Huckleberry Finn? It, who no, fake, it's both of them. It's both, both of them, them, right? Yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah, they both they both quote unquote die. But anyways, no, I don't think I would. I still I between the the harm and damage it would do to my family, 
and and then of course some of the trust I would lose. But even if I don't think it's worth it, I very much am on the grid. I, I we differ on this opinion on whether or not we should even freaking do a a live remote eventually in the future from powwow live from the woods versus uh, us. It not. should be like a, a twice a year thing that we do that we take like we take a guest and we go camping with them and we record from within an RV uh, out in the wilderness uh-huh. somewhere. Oh uh, yeah yeah yeah. Um, it it does mean that I have to do a lot more work, but it's worth it in this instance. How is it? No. No. I over the however long this podcast lasts, I will convince you to do this. This is something that's going to happen. Read my lips, hear me roar. I am man, and I snore. No. It's a camping themed podcast, Phil. For this season. For this season, and I say no way. We're not. We're we may like we may like change a few things here and there, but we're keeping the theme, man. The theme's too strong. (laughs) I will eat camp food. I will. Uh, I will go there. But as far as like sleeping there and then spending more than like an hour or two, you can sleep in the RV. (laughs) No. All right. Uh, That was it for would you. God damn. Oh. Uh, and it, it was a no. Oh, good Lord. Good Lord. All right. On to once more. David, I don't know if you know this, but it is our 25th episode this week. We have made it, my friend. I, yeah, I know. I know. It's like half a year. Jesus, you're right. And we've, you know what? We've actually been consistent. I, I got to tell you, I, being honest, pulling the curtain back, I swear to God, there were a couple weeks I wanted to text you. I, I, there, there was one week that we were late. We'll, we'll go with that. But there were, there were weeks I wanted to text you, just be like, man, can't do it this week. Don't feel either. Don't feel like it. Can't make it, or just, just too much. And yeah, there's, there's been a us. couple weeks for that, like that for me as well. But, but yeah, we've been really disciplined. Like we did take one yes. week off, but we even left you guys just with a that slaps that week, and then there was one week where we did a, a shortened episode for Phil's Phil's uh, unapproved vacation, his yes, rogue yes. vacation <laughs> that he decided to take, uh, which he dropped yes, on me. He was right. like, "Oh, by the way, the next week we're not doing because I'm going to be on vacation," and I was like, <laughs> "Um, hello," and we're we're going we to are business probably... partners here. <laughs> Yes, I know. And we're probably we're we're at least having one more missing episode. We will break the streak here come in October because I will be moving and I right, will be far right, right. more maybe focused I'll, on moving. Maybe I'll host country. the podcast on my own for that, for hey, that period. Actually, I mean yeah, I'll just have to have, all, get, I'll just have, to have a guest on. Um but but then yeah. I would have to you'd have to give me give me the login cuz he's Phil's the one who posts the podcast so I, I don't know how I would uh, I would have to get the login and all the instructions and how to You could yeah, I was gonna say you could edit. We'll, we'll talk about this offwards, but uh, okay. you, you could edit and uh, I would post it for you. That that's not okay. too terribly gotcha, hard. Gotcha, Anyways, gotcha, gotcha. Um, but yes, a quarter of uh, of a hundred. It's a it's a rather monumentous occasion. Quarter for both century. Of us. We're both yeah. excited. Yes, yes. So we decided that for this this once more of a very special occasion, we'd come up with uh, with a couple of quarter questions, meaning. We are. We will ask each other questions about the podcast and give each other four options. But the other person's only able to pick one, and either we'll want to pick all four, or we won't want to pick any. But we got to pick one. So, shall I start us off here, David? Yeah, please. 
Because I love chaos, I wanted to ask you, David, which of our 25 episodes would you say is the least best? Uh, we've got Super Weekend, of course, our inaugural episode, the one where we talked about the Super Bowl. It's, uh, it's a bit rusty in hindsight, but but it, it's it's not too, too bad. The Oscar Spectacular. Our first go, yes. The Oscar Spectacular, of course, where we unabashedly and unashamedly went on for what felt like two hours and just, just went on a, <laughs> a drugging, uh. expanding binge of, of all the categories just to end up with Nomadland, ironically, winning it all. Uh, yeah. Um, Three, three, state our opinion. Of course, the the infomercial of why Puerto Rico <laughs> should be a state. And then who are you? I put who are you wearing? And I swear to God, I put it in here because I could not for the life of me remember what this episode was about. We talked about celebrities. It was our red carpet ep- red carpet episode. Oh, that's right. That was, I actually, right. I had fun that one. That was good. Um, honestly, uh, right. there's the, none of these I would say were really my least favorite. Um, I think Super Weekend. Oh, really? Yeah. You, so, so you, you have a least favorite that's not on here? I have a couple. I have a couple that I, that I didn't like back when we recorded them. And, you know, once it's recorded and you're done and you got to put something out for the week, that's it, you know? Um, right. Uh, our very second episode, I believe. Okay, Super Weekend, yes, it was rough. Oh, our the, second episode, January yeah. Blues and the February Twos, that one was a little, de- like, I mean, yeah, we came on to do a podcast about <laughs> depression in winter. So that was yes. probably not the best uh, move. Um, too soon, bro. Where we talked about like you know, like things being too soon. That one felt a little incoherent to me and a little all over the place. Um, and then uh, more recently, like I didn't feel like I had a lot to say when we did our charity episode. What was that called again? Yeah. Uh, Given no take. Um, Given no that, take. That, I don't. I don't. That one wasn't as bad as like January blues and the February twos, but. Um, for me, but I just feel like I didn't really, I didn't feel very coherent that week. I didn't feel like I had a, a lot of valuable opinions or, or thoughts. Um, of the four that you mentioned, can you just say the titles again? Yeah. Super Weekend, The Oscar Spectacular, State Our Opinion, and Who Are You Wearing? I guess I might have to say Super Weekend, I, but we were, we, again, right. we, we had just started. We were, I was nervous, actually. I haven't been nervous since, the, from the very second episode on. I haven't been nervous, but that week, that week I was nervous. I would have to say that one. The rest of them I actually like. The Oscar Spectacular, I'm not apologizing for that because I had so much fun talking about that. And then the... Uh, I agree. I, I actually, we knew, we both knew we, we'd only get one listener who was equally as excited as us, but it was, right, it was a right, self-serving right. episode. Absolutely. And and I felt like we had to do it. Um, but even the Super Weekend I liked. So, you know, I, I'm not going to. But if I had to pick one of those four, I guess it would be the first one because it was pretty rusty. Fair enough. Your turn. Uh, if Pow Wow was invited to host all of these events happening at the same time, you had to choose one. Which would you choose? Okay. The inauguration of future U.S. President-elect Jonah Hill. the hundredth oscars which is probably i think happening in like six or six or seven years i think we just had the 93rd but i could be wrong about that uh the opening ceremony of the los angeles olympic games okay and the grand opening of the first in and out on mars 
Oh, wow. Wow, you really did rank them in order, I think, too. Because here's my thing. <laughs> I I had, I had, up until the last part, I had us doing the Olympics. As much as as much fun as the others are, I think being the first, the first podcast to like host an Olympics, that would be historical. That would be so American, but that would be historical. And we would be a page note in history. World would, history. I, I mean, also if we if we were to host, I don't the inaugurations don't have a host, but to host the right. inauguration of Jonah Hill, that would also be well. Everybody remembers the poet who who did uh, right, the, right. The, the Bidens. So I, there I are wouldn't. Ways I to wouldn't get. by any means compare us to her, though. <laughs> no, no, no. She's fa- she's fantastic oh, and phenomenal. Fell in um, love. Fell in love. But I would go, I, I have to, I don't know how I could possibly not go with the first in and out album. Well, actually, wait a minute. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm going to stick to the Olympics, and here's why. If we are at a point where in and out is on Mars, in and outs not doing this unless this is, they can generate business. So there means that we have to have already landed on Mars. So it's not as novel an idea as ah. one might initially think. So I, so... As cool as that sounds now, I think still for history's sake, the Olympics in L.A. would be our ticket to history. Also, I think we're going to be long dead by the time there's an in and out on Mars. But anyway, okay, over to your next question. Long dead. All right. My last question here. Uh, By episode 50, David, by episode 50, do you think powwow will A, have 50 percent more listeners B, have 50% <laughs> less listeners. C, have a punishment set for the loser of our Game of the Week segment. <laughs> or D, we will have a powwow tell-all autobiography written of how the greatest duo ever split up after a meteoric rise to fame and superstar differences split us up. Which of those four oh. is the most likely? I don't think I don't think we, anything could split us up at this point. Um, what was the third? <laughs> oh, the punishment. Nope, don't think that yeah. will happen yet. Um, I'm. <laughs> I, I I still get DMs about that. Hey, so what? You know, love the games, what's, but what's are we, the punishment? <laughs> yeah, what's the punishment? Uh, we have don't we have yet. we have talked about it. skydiving. Maybe so the loser has to skydive. That's the one that's gaining. That's the one that's gaining. It's got a lot the of most traction. traction. Yeah, yeah. It seems like something that's fair, but also like a little freaky, but not like I'm not into the public yeah. shaming thing. Uh, I'm gonna say fifty percent more listeners. Although you know what, I think that's modest. I think I think we have it in us to to get more than that. Uh, I thought you were gonna ask if we would have recorded an episode in the same room together by that point. And I would have said no uh, um, yeah. by yeah. that point. I no, wouldn't have I, picked I, that option. But I think 50% yeah. more listeners and let's shoot for above and beyond that. Above and beyond. All right, your last question here. Okay, this is, this is, a, this is an interesting one as well. If you could record Pow Wow at one of these locations, which would you choose? Okay. All right, number one, on Jeff Bezos's... Blue Origin spacecraft in space in Kim okay. Jong Un's now, living room at his residence in Pyongyang at a research station in Antarctica or inside an open and operating as in it's currently operating sex club so there's like people doing all sorts of nasties 
all around. Are, are we talking European sex club? So it's actual engagement? Yeah, like a, se- a sex club. Yes. Okay. I, I Like people go there and they like do things with all sorts of people, strangers or just their partner. It's like a thing. I don't know. Yeah, the uh, the lowest one on the totem pole is the Kim Jong Un's apartment. As as Just, fun as I don't that may you know, sound, I don't. Last I checked, it's not quite an apartment. It's more like, like a suite. <laughs> it's a little larger than that. Fair enough. <laughs> I I would be afraid of us either offending him and being in in his place and his rules. Yada yada yada. So that would be my last one. Um, I forget what the third one was, but uh, a research uh, station in Antarctica. Yeah, no, I don't. I'm not. I, I like to be cold more than I do hot, but that doesn't mean I want to be freezing. I, I've right. I've been freezing once. The coldest I've ever been. I felt it in my in my bones. That was so crazy. Uh, I'm not a big fan of that. But coming in second is your last option. Uh, what was your What was your last option? Now sex Sex club. Sex oh, you, club. You that, forgot the sex club. <laughs> I forgot the sex club. The first rule about sex club is you don't remember about sex club. Okay. Uh, and I I mean, as as fun as those breaks in between segments would be, I'm sure. <laughs> I, I It is a podcast, so, so we can do it as in as many takes as necessary. I think our first one has to be broadcasting live from the penis ship is <laughs> yeah. not, the, not the mothership, the, the penis ship, I think is pretty cool. Now, of course, they didn't get into space with this launch. I, I hate that they said that. Neither one of them got into space. They don't, well, you don't need you don't get into space until you need a, a heat blast door to come back down into orbit. That's my personal thought. So as long as it's well, they, in an actual reach, space. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, also so that's that, my, like there's my like thought. there's a, there's an interview with Jeff Bezos that's like you're an astronaut now. You are not a fucking astronaut, okay? You no. the you know you you know that chimpanzee that's been to space? That chimpanzee is way more of an astronaut, and I'm not even kidding, way more of an astronaut than Jeff Bezos, because at least he went up there for science, you know, not to flaunt it, like, oh, I'm going to space because I can afford it. I'm curious, and this was not planned at all, but how would you describe Jeff Bezos's trip into quote-unquote space? Inspiring, depressing, or meh? Depressing. Depressing. I think I think it's in, so weird. if if in like 40 years time we are at a place where like people are not hungry, the environment is safe and like, yeah, then maybe recreational trips to space are are viable and OK. But right now there's just so much that needs fixing and, and like spending billions to, to have a recreational flight to space is just dumb. That was our once more 25 episodes in. We are still being controversial to the end with our penis rockets in the sex club. Let us go on to the game. The time has come to play a little game. And as always, we have a guest here to join us for our game. This guest is a wonderful friend of mine whom I have worked with, whom I've worked with again and worked with again because she is an absolute joy to work with and she's a wonderful person to uh just talk with my absolute favorite gabby welcome to the show hi thank you so much for having me uh i also love working with you and philip who i've also 
worked with. And uh, I'm super excited to be here because I've been listening to the podcast and I get really jealous when people play games and I'm not invited. <laughs> you were invited weeks ago, but you were busy because you were working on a, on a, you were, where were you? You were in Alabama or something? I was in Alabama shoot? making a movie. Yeah. yeah. And for those making who- Making a movie. Making a movie. For those who don't know, Gabby, you are located still in LA, correct? I am normally in Los Angeles. Right. Yes. Yes. So that is uh, Alabama. Quite a drive. Quite a drive. But yes, Gabby, we have worked together and we'll, I, David, I believe we have that simmering as one of our main topics in the future. It's, simmer, it's coming up. It's yeah, coming it, up. It's boiling. It's ready to We uh, might have overflow. to have like, we might have to have a jumbo episode where we just have a bunch of guests on. Ooh. Yes, yes. Speaking of simmering. All right. Uh, Gabby, uh, since you are a frequent listener, which one we appreciate, but two, you would be familiar with the idea that we have a game. Of course, if you were to lose to either one of us today, there is no punishment for that uh, to happen. But if either one of us were to win, if I win, that would be fantastic. If David wins, it would be a travesty. Uh, the game, of course, today is the collection game uh, to go along with our main topic. The idea is that one of us will give the others items within a collection of, of a specific genre. And the thing is, is that these items could, could mean or belong to multiple categories, but the further down the list, the more specified you will find out which particular category the person listing them wants them to be. So uh, for me, at least, you will buzz in with your name. Name is your buzzer. And if you mess up, you give the other person carte la blanche in order to get their uh a carte la blanche i think i said that incorrectly your carte carte blanche that one too i'm sorry there's no la no you just extra you're just extra frenching it right now but no there's no just, la in there yeah david I'm just, just I'm, matt leblanc's cousin ah yes yes yeah <laughs> see david i'm trying to impress gabby because i was able to to tell her about uh, her last name being French. And so I was like, Ugh. I, <laughs> anyways, uh, um, well, I do want to, I do want to say, I'm so glad I let you explain all that. Uh, yes. but we did, we did, we are, we would be remiss if we did not first introduce Gabby a little bit to the listeners by asking her a few questions. Am I wrong? Philip? No, you are correct. David, uh, I believe we get three questions for you, Gabby. I get two of those. So I yeah. will begin by asking you, Gabby, what is the worst household chore you, I guess, don't like to do? I'm going to have to say uh, laundry, which I refer to as mount laundry, because mm. by the time I get to it, it's usually a giant mountain in the corner of my bedroom. and. Uh, I usually end up having to do like six loads all in one day back to back since I share a laundry room with the other people in my building. So I, I try to get it where I have to do it all back to back. But then uh, oftentimes I forget that I put the laundry in and about two hours will go by and then I'll I'll realize that I need to switch it. And then it'll be quite late and I'll be folding all of my laundry so that it doesn't get further mixed up with new dirty laundry. 
I see. It seems Look to be. Look at you a, coming a on process. our podcast and and just talking about your dirty laundry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, Gabby, my question: You are an actress as well as a, a filmmaker and a writer and etc. But as an actress, what movie do you think Hollywood was gravely mistaken in not casting you? I think they should have cast me as Lara Croft in the new to- Tomb Raider. Mm, yes. I feel I like that's a good one. I think yeah, that's a good one. That's actually good self awareness too. I could see you in that role. Like you didn't say, "Oh, I could be Vito Corleone," and you're something. No, no, no. You went, <laughs> you went to Laura Croft. Very nice. All right. What is? I realize and acknowledge that you are an actor and a director and a writer. It sounds like from what David just said. Um, but what is an exotic job that you think that you would be unusually good at? If you need suggestions, we could say like a lobster hunter, say a dentist, we could say a rug salesman. What what on earth? Or maybe a toupee salesman? I think I would be um I'd be really good at naming paint colors. Like, you know, when you go to Home Depot <laughs> and you get like a paint swatch. Yeah. I think I would be really good at choosing names for the specific colors oh choosing names okay that's very good yeah you know like winter's foggy mist or something (laughs) now do now does one need to smell or taste the paint in order to really get in touch with the paint or do you just take a look at it and that's all that's necessary i i don't think that a smell or or taste isn't is needed i think think it's kind of just like the feeling smell the same i'm just a feeling okay cool i'm just yeah listen i i don't get in between an artist and her and her craft david i just wanted to i wanted to establish a connection okay keep your panties off fire yeah yeah well there's there's a there's a color for you anyways all right i explained the game the one thing left to say is that the odd and rare occasion of me winning a game has occurred. Yes, look outside your window for the apocalypse. It is now. And because of that, uh, I have a skipping stone. Thus, if I so choose later on, whenever I am playing against Gabby, I will have the ability to skip a category. Should I choose? Should I feel like it? Yada, yada, yada. All right. Uh, David, who would you care to go first? Why don't you do your game first, Phil? I would be honored, Gabby, David. Let us begin. I have the first collection. Again, name is your buzzer, so hopefully say your own name, and we will go to you. If you fail and miss miserably, the other person will have the ability to steal it. If they then mess up, all's up in, uh, all's fair in love in Mount Laundry, I suppose. Let us begin. First. Wait, so hold on. Oh, Just yes. so I understand because I don't actually feel like I know. <laughs> yes. Uh, the cat, like, it's like items that are in a category. Yes. You have to guess the category. So, for instance, if I were to say, let me think about this. If I were to say. Like pizza, calzone, spaghetti, the category is Italian food. Italian food. But if I were, right, to, it, if I were to say um, pizza, spaghetti, calzone. Uh, uh, what would that be? Uh, shrimp ravioli, unlimited breadsticks. Then you'd say, "Oh yes, Olive well, that- Garden. yes, Olive Garden." And if somebody were to say Italian uh, dinner, you'd have to, you'd be like, "Well, I don't think that's necessarily the thing." You're incorrect. And then once you get to right. the unlimited so breadsticks, at a certain yeah. point, there might be multiple correct answers, and you just have to keep going until someone lands on what the quiz master intended for the answer to be. Correct. Correct. 
Okay, let's do it. All right, first one. Dolly Parton, Whitney Houston, Beyonce, Adele, Aretha Franklin, David. David. Uh, Top female vocalists? I am going to give it to you. I put female superstar singers, but that will do as well. David, you are on the board with your first point. Uh, We move along to our next collection. Ikea, Home Depot, Lowe's, Dick's, Walmart, Target. Gabby. Gabby. Capitalist monopoly conglomerates. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I I don't... um, Hmm, this is interesting. <laughs> could you could you be less specific? I, I think that I've I've never had to give that answer, but could you be less specific? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I can always be less specific. Oh, did the uh, listeners hear me chuckle when you said dicks? Am I that much I, of a child? Yes, you are. Yes. And I, I put a comment next to it saying, if David doesn't laugh here, I quit the podcast. <laughs> um uh. super centers. That'll work. I put big box star stores, um, but you were definitely in the realm there. Anyways, all right, we are tied going into our last category here, and I'm actually quite I, – I had no idea who David had brought along here, so I was worried, but I'm very glad it was you, Gabby. I'm, I'm sure that's not the first time you've heard that, but I'm very glad it was you. Here we go. <laughs> Django Unchained. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. David. David. Quentin Tarantino movies. No, that is incorrect. Gabby, it is yours for the stealing. The Departed. Uh, Inception. Okay, it's uh, Gabby (laughs) says it is movie starring Leonardo DiCaprio. Yes, it is. Gabby, you didn't fall for the pit of doom. God bless you. I thought I was being smart by getting in quick. Oh, it, oh, man. I thought if I could pair the two. I thought if I could pair the two. God bless you, Gabby. You have achieved all that is necessary this week. You can go on to Burger King and uh, feed all the cats you want this week with my blessing. Oh, thank you so much. Yes. All right. David, I pass the baton off to you. Wait, that's the that, either, you only had three questions? <laughs> Uh, how many did you have? I've got five. You've got five. <laughs> Actually, I've got six. Oh. All right, we're just going to play an expanded game here, I All guess. right, I love it. Oh, man, I thought I had a shot there. I thought I still had a shot. Okay. Um, all right, here is my collection game. Question one. Mini. Touch. Video. Nano. Gabby. Classic. Yes, Gabby. Gabby. It is yep. uh, versions of the iPod. Exactly correct. Nice. You get a point. And we move on to the second question. This one's a tough one. China, Japan, USA. Philip, teams. Go for Philip. Teams in the Olympics. Not quite. Damn it. South Korea. And that's it. Phil, you do have a skipping stone. I do, but I'm not going to use it because I don't think Gabby knows what the hell you're talking about either. I'll say you were close. It, is it teams that have hosted the Olympics recently or are currently hosting? No. No. 
uh, I have no idea. The only thing I could think of left is uh, I, I couldn't even tell you, but I think it's a uh, teams within a specific category of the Olympics. But I don't, I don't know. Oh, oh, oh! Team teams with the biggest teams with the biggest uh, Olympic team rosters. No, no, that is not correct. It uh, might be, but that's not what I'm looking for. I, th- I think we. Any, any other guesses, Gabby? We go to you. You have um, one more guess to match Phil. Uh, teams that have already won a gold medal in the current Olympics. All right. The correct answer was countries <laughs> who currently have multiple Olympic golds at oh. the Olympics. It's really close, but because I stopped at South Korea and I didn't list all the ones with one gold medal, I'm not going to give you the point, Gabby. So, no points on that question. We move on. A Clash of Kings. A Storm of Swords. Gabby. A feat, Gabby. It is titles of the books from the Game of Thrones series. I will accept that. The series is called The Song of Ice and fire i omitted obviously the first book which is called a game of thrones because wow. that would give it away but yes point to you gabby that you're at two points phil you still got a shot and you do have your skipping stone obviously i do have my skipping stone all right should have used it there the next question is david harbour rachel weiss florence Pugh, philip olga yes what are oh well? I guess I don't need to do it in the form of a question. <laughs> Not Jeopardy. I know, I know. <laughs> uh, uh, the the character. Uh, what is this? Actors in the movie Black Widow. Yes, okay. correct, Phil. You get a point. It is two to one. We move on to the next question. Okay. Reminder, Phil. You do still have a skipping stone. I do. John Galecki, Jim Parsons, Simon Helberg. Skip. Gabby. Oh, he chose to skip. Gabby, did you have it? Um, People who are actors in the Big Bang Theory. That would have been correct, and you would have won, but Phil used his skipping stone just in the nick of time. I honestly had no clue. (laughs) The John Parsons one, I was like, I think I know this. Jim Parsons. Oh, see there? John Parsons, Parsons, aren't they a band? (laughs) The John Parsons experience? I don't even know. Anyways, thank God I skipped. Alan Parsons? Oh, yes, the Alan Parsons (laughs) Project, yes. See, there's so yeah, many is Parsons. It Alan or Adam? Adam Parsons? No, I don't know. We go to our sixth bonus question, skip question. Here we go. Stranger Things, Better Call Saul, Black Mirror, Philip? Ozark. Yes, Philip. TV shows currently found on Netflix available to stream? Mm, no. God damn it. <laughs> the Punisher. Oh. Space Force, The Politician, The Queen's Gambit, Daredevil, Peaky Blinders. I can keep going, but I'd have to find more. <laughs> I only, only have 10 here. Any, any guesses, Gabby? It goes to you. Hmm. <sighs> Interesting. I'm going to say, I'm not certain about all of them, but maybe it is... Uh... Wait, can I hear the list again? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> okay. Stranger Things, Better Call Saul, Black Mirror, Ozark, The Punisher, Space Force, The Politician, The Queen's Gambit, Daredevil, and Peaky Blinders. They are all Netflix original series? They are all Netflix original No, they're series. not. Uh, yes, they are. No, Better Call Saul is, is an AMC property. 
It no, it was it was licensed to Netflix. Netflix produced it. it. They had an agreement with AMC that they would be able to broadcast it, but it is a Netflix original series. I'm over here <laughs> beating a beating a very dead horse. Um, <laughs> I do, do you want to look it up to to No, to no, I believe you and I believe your research. I'm just frustrated, but it is all right. I am I am uh, humbly bowing to you, Gabby. Very nicely done. I Gabby, were you equally confused as me with that? No, I mean, I knew they were all on Netflix, but then I thought it might be something more specific because when I heard like a couple of things that are Ryan Murphy productions and then a couple of them uh, both had Anna Joy, Anna Taylor Joy, Joy Taylor. Mm. Uh, I thought, oh, maybe they all had her. But then I thought, no, it's, it's too broad because I've seen The Punisher and I knew neither of those people were involved in that. So right. uh, that's so I knew. See, that was my my reaction was I, I was thinking in my head, man, all these are Netflix original series. And then he said, better call. So I'm like, hmm. It's not. It's not that. What? What on earth? I'm trying to think of the cast list. But either way, either way, congratulations, Gabby. I am a very competitive person, but not a sore loser. Congratulations. At least, at least, you did not let David win. God bless you for that. We appreciate you coming on here. Did you have anything that you wanted to plug with our last few uh, minutes with you? Sure. Uh, you can check out you my original what? short film. Oh, what? Um, we are going to go to a tiebreaker because, uh, Better Call Saul, it, it, it seems like there's a gray area here. I am going to, I'm just, I want this to be fair. So I want to go to a tiebreaker, um, just because, um, I do think, I, yeah, I just, I don't want there to be any questions. I don't want DMs coming in tomorrow or not tomorrow, later in the week when the episode airs, because... Yeah, it is property of AMC, Sony Pictures, Netflix was one of the, it says here, Netflix was one of the many interested distributors, but ultimately a deal was made between AMC and Breaking Bad production company, Sony Pictures Television. So I'm going to give that to you, Phil. All right. And we're going to go to a tiebreaker. Gabby. All right. I, are you ready? I, I hope you don't uh, think I'm and like doing a Russian doping scandal or something, should I win? So I'm, I apologize <laughs> in advance. I had no uh, I had no control over this to rob you of a victory. But here we go. Let's go to the tiebreaker. Okay. I apologize, Gabby. That's my fault. But all right, this tiebreaker comes from last week because why come up with a new one when you never use last week's? Closest to the actual number wins, Fight Club's box office gross was blank. And we will go to you first, Phil, because uh, I forced the tie. Forced the tie. Um, and let me just be clear: this is closest, not closest without going over, because I think that's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> um, let us see if it's closest. I don't think I don't. I think it was more of a cult. So I think that a lot of it's going to be DVD sales. So I'm going to go. I'm going to go with a nice even 500 million. Okay. Gabby. I I don't know. That seems weirdly high to me. I'm just going to go 22 million and I know that seems low. But Well, there we go. Gabby, you are going to pull away with a win because it was 101.2 million. Mm. So, you went too low, but Still Phil, far you went way too high. Way too yes. high. Way too high. <laughs> way too high. Well, Gabby, all's right in in the world. You won in spite in spite of, of David's faults. But, <laughs> but I do apologize. Yes, you were plugging uh, so beautifully 
I believe, not your Alabama short film, but a, a personal no. short film. Yes, at the sorry, uh, the film for in Alabama was a, a feature, not made by me. Not I by, see, I see, someone else. Um, but uh, I have an original short film that was my first film that I made, and it's on Amazon, and it's called Odette. And how, how do you spell two, that? It's spelled O D E T T E, and uh, it's about two bounty hunters who go to save a town from a curse. Uh, and, uh, also I just shot a play for the Edinburgh Fringe Festival and, uh, it's going to be virtual this year. So you can watch it, uh, that there's tickets at myhouseplay.com and, uh, I play 1960s screen actress Yvonne Romaine. And, uh, uh yes, one of my favorites. Mm. <laughs> yes. No one knows who she is. She quit acting very uh, soon after our story takes place. Okay. So. All right. Well, thank you very much for coming on the show, Gabby. We appreciate it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Always. And we're going to have you back uh, as soon as you're – the next time you're you're available – on a Sunday when we record, and uh, yeah, and everyone go check out Odette on Amazon Prime. I don't think it's available on Amazon Prime here, so you're gonna have to send me a copy, Gabby. Oh, I'm. You know, it's probably not. I think it's only available in English-speaking markets. It's, uh, so yeah, mm. I'll have to send it to you. If, I don't think it exists anywhere else other than Amazon. Well, I, I have it on a hard drive, of course. Sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. We, uh, we thank you, Gabby, and we move along after these scores. And with that, we are both losers, baby. And that brings me down to a record of 7 and 13, and David to an odd record of 9 and 11. Hmm. You know, I love to scat along with you, Jake. If you ever need an acapella group to sing alongside you, I'm a one-man band. Anyways, speaking of bands, we are going to be talking about That Slaps. And, of course, this is things that we find entertaining uh, or entertainment of the week that we have either discovered or, in my case, which I'll start us off, have something to do with the topic. And with the main topic of this week's uh, podcast being collections, the only collection I could really think of, I know that there's probably others that people are going to be screaming at their at their iPhone or at their Android about for me not remembering. But for me, the number one thing that I come across when I'm thinking of music are, is the Disney collection. I believe I mentioned this last week or a couple of weeks before when we talked about music. And uh, one of my favorite songs within the Disney collection that I just I just love is Strangers Like Me by Phil Collins. Mm. I've heard the complaints. Oh. I under, I understand that people say if you've heard one Phil Collins song, you've heard them all. I get it. I can I can understand where that's coming from. But at the same time, I still love it. I love me some Phil Collins. I want to know, can you show me? God, I love it. I love it so much. Strangers Like Me, that slaps. Very, very good. Very, very good, Phil. I love it. This one comes from a friend of mine who showed me this song about a year ago, more than a year ago, like a year and a half ago when we moved in together. You know who you are. This one goes to you, buddy. It's called Disconnected. It's by Keen. Great band. Great song. Check it out. It slaps. 
All right, before we end this episode and put a bow on our collection of episodes, we want to thank you, the listener, first of all. Thank you for sticking around with us, hopefully for all 25 episodes. If you have not listened to all of them, we urge you, we implore you, we ask you, go ahead and listen to all the other ones. We got a few more coming up at least. We got one more in us at least, maybe two, who knows? We'll see how long it lasts. But we'd like to thank you, the listener, first of all. But we'd also like to thank, of course, Tara Amstutz for her wonderful graphic designs, as well as Josh Hans for his wonderful musical interludes in between some of the segments here. We'll be getting more and more as we go along. Thank you to both of you. And to Cass and Crossland and Jake Corlang for the music that you hear on this show. You, we couldn't do it without you guys, so thank you. And again, thank you to the listener. Make sure that if you are listening to us, you subscribe to us as well. Please helps our numbers and helps you get access to our show easier and easier, whether that be on Apple Podcasts, whether that be on Spotify Podcasts, pretty much anywhere you get your favorite podcasts, except for Pandora. Screw you, Pandora. And follow us on Instagram at powwow underscore podcast. If you're getting attacked by a bear, always go for the bollocks. (laughs) 